Iowa everywhere. Chris Williams. Chris. Chris Hassel. Two guys named Chris. Presented by Fairway Meat and Grocery. From the Channel Seed Studios, this is Iowa Everywhere. Channel Seed. Seedsmanship at work. What's going on? It is Selection Monday. We have selected... What, what, what do we call Selection Monday? I don't think it has Selection a name. Monday. Well, the women used to do For the women, show. yeah. Bracket Monday? That's when everybody kind of starts filling out their brackets. I don't, yeah. though. My guess is you've already filled yours out. Many people no. already have. I don't. I wait. I do, too. You and we're alike. John okay. Miller and I talked about this last night. Miller had his filled out by the time we went on the air, like an hour after the selection show. Yeah, I don't understand the people that just, as soon as we get the bracket, they just, boom, fill it out. I'll do mine Wednesday night. Yeah, I, I'll i probably do mine sometime Wednesday during the day. Um you know, I, I think you learn more and more about the teams and the matchups as, as the week goes on. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to fill out multiple brackets. I'm also, I'm not one of those guys that goes into multiple different bracket pools and fills out different brackets. Yeah, I feel Pick like those one bracket and stick with it. Yeah, all or nothing. Why Why would you want to root for, that's why I quit playing fantasy football. Yeah, I, it's kind I of the same the thing. If the Vikings are playing the Packers, I want to root against them. I don't want it to be based on if I have Aaron Rodgers on my fantasy team. Right. And, you know, you end up with two different brackets or three different brackets. Some people not only will go into different bracket pools with a different bracket, some people will submit multiple brackets to the same pool. Those people are psychos. We are talking serial killer level bracket pooler. I agree. If you are submitting two separate brackets to the same pool. There's a special place in hell for people. Oh, like it's that. my it's my upset bracket, and this is what I really think. Just fill one bracket out. Damn it. Welcome to two guys named Chris. I only got four hours of sleep two nights ago, so I'm I'm still okay. I'm you know struggling. what's funny? This is the first year on the pro. I have an entire pot of coffee next <laughs> because what, of the just, last. Yeah, are you pour. sipping out of the big pot? No, pour, pour ah. it right into the mug. In the, yep. That's how my last week is gone. Now, you know how it is. Selection Sunday. Well, in, in my line of work is, is crazy. Cause like you, you got like your flights, you got to figure out where you're going. <laughs> Yeah, it was and, like that. Like in uh, in local TV when I worked yeah. at WHO, it was okay. It's not just where you're going; it's where you know Keith Murphy's going, where John Sears is going, oh, where Andy Sales so is going. Who's going to yeah. go where? Are we going to drive there? Are we going to fly there? Uh, what are the prices? You got to get right on it as soon as it comes out. And then, as soon as it comes out, the prices skyrocket. Well, we had a wrench too because the Iowa State women didn't get a home home draw so i had to figure out where i was sending connor and it's just like oh god like now our expenses are like times three but whatever um so yeah it's it's a long and we did a live miller and williams last night if you guys want to go back and listen to john miller's take on things jared and jabo just released their reaction podcast this morning so that's up on the iowa everywhere feed of course you have 
us here for the next hour or so. We're presented, as always, by our friends at Fairway Meat and Grocery in the Channel Seed Studios. I'm just thinking ahead to the the tip times and such. You know, we normally do a show on Thursday morning. Yeah. Do you think we we stick with that, or should we adjust? I don't know. I don't know. I Thursday's going to be hard for me because Iowa State plays on Friday, and all the media stuff is Thursday. Mm-hmm. You know how that goes? They do yeah. the whole, like, me. What, what, we'll figure it out. We're not going to be able to do Thursday morning. I will be on East Coast time, though. I'm going to be in oh. Greensboro, North Carolina. Okay. Looking um, forward to getting some grits. I love I'm just going to I'm just going to be at home. I'm I'm uh I've got you. the the weekend off so I'm I'm working Thursday in studio but I'll I'll be home. I'll get home just in time for the tip off between Fran McCaffrey and Bruce Pearl. I think that's a great draw for Iowa by the way. I mean you 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 look at all the potential 8-9 seeds out there. I, I would agree. say Auburn is probably the weakest. Well, every I, I like everything about the draw for Iowa other than one thing. And that is that you're looking at an elite defensive three-point shooting team. Top five in the country. Auburn's number five in the country and lowering their opponent's three-point shooting percentage. So in that essence, it's a bad matchup. But everything else about it, or, Hassel, if I were to tell you Iowa was going to draw a team that's lost nine of 13 right. going into the tournament, you would have taken that heartbeat. There is one other thing about it that goes against Iowa, and that's that it's in Alabama. It's in Birmingham, so it's going to be a pro-Auburn crowd, um, most likely. Although I don't know how juiced up their fans are after the way their season ended. Um, and then you've got potentially Houston in the second round. Won't Bama fans and, be there rooting for Iowa, though? Yeah. Yes, I think so. Yeah, Bama fans will definitely be rooting against Auburn. Um, Houston in the second round, because that's where all, my eyes always go there because with Iowa, it's all about the Sweet 16. And that's like our national championship. Houston did lose yesterday to Memphis, but they did not have perhaps their best player mm. in Marcus Sasser. I haven't heard if he's going to be able to play in the NCAA tournament. It was kind of a game-time decision in the championship game, and he ended up sitting that out. My guess is he'll be back ready to go. But if he does, they're a different team. And let's keep in mind, Houston has been the betting favorite to win the national championship all season. Mm -hmm. I don't know where the odds stack up now after last night, after Houston lost to Memphis. They missed out on the number one overall seed, though I don't think they would have gotten it anyway. But... Houston's been the betting favorite. Houston's been there, done that. They were in the Final Four two years ago. They were in the Elite Eight last year. So that gives you a little bit more hope in that they lost their last game. But uh, let's not kid ourselves. That that Houston team, you want to talk about defense and toughness, that's Houston. And they're going to be pissed after losing to Memphis too, even though they didn't have their best player. They expected to win that game, and they didn't. Pulling up the betting odds from Circa as far as the national championship goes. And then, yeah, I believe Houston is the odds on favorite from what I can see still. Houston was always all season long around plus 700. So you're, plus you're looking at plus 550 now. So, what? Why is that much? Okay. I saw plus a couple of other 
A couple of other books had them at 450. Wow. So what's who's who's behind them? Um, Circa does it in the yes no thing. So I've got a um, oh, okay. Kansas is 800. So yeah, Kansas. I I don't even think they have the best odds to win their own region. Purdue is at 1,200. Uh, give me one second here. and I can My guess is this. Alabama has the second best odds to win it all. Virginia is at 6,000. Uh, give me a second. The, Circa doesn't just list them all out. Matt has the actual point pre- spreads from Circa completely pulled up, I know. Let me find Alabama real quick. Drake, 30,000 to win if you want to bet on the Bulldogs. <laughs> What's our okay? Auburn's favored by one against Iowa. That, mm, I, yeah, I I see that as like a pick 'em. It's Bama eight hundred. Like, so awesome. yeah, Houston is the odds on. They're yeah. the favorite still. And to our friends and, and maybe that I think that I mean that that's also going to bake in their potential path to the national championship. Which, if you're a Houston fan, you think you, you got two struggling eight nine seeds going at one another. So I don't know that. Iowa or Auburn scare you at all? Well, I can't wait for Houston to join the Big Twelve next year. Jeez! Oh my God! No kidding. You think about that. <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I I thought the worst possible draws for Iowa would have been in that eight nine slot. Would have been Memphis. Would have been FAU. I I hate that they matched up Memphis and FAU. I, I feel like those are the two strongest eight nine teams. I wouldn't have wanted West Virginia either for if I'm Iowa. West Virginia was the other one for me too. Yeah, because those were so, the three teams that. Yeah, it's so uh, in Iowa, like it really comes down to shot making. That's the only thing I don't like about this, is because of Auburn's defense and the way that they defend the perimeter. So you look well, at this. We've and- seen Iowa. In games against good defensive teams, Rutgers still comes to put up points. Now, yeah, Rutgers, who just missed out on the NCAA tournament, which was a surprise to a lot of people who had Rutgers in. Iowa handled Rutgers both times. So um, I, I I do think Andrew Downs has said this many times on the Murph and Andy show. It, it's less about the opponent for Iowa and more about how they're going to shoot the ball. If they don't shoot 40% from three-point range, they don't win. And I think you got the Wilson ball here in the NCAA <laughs> tournament. I was sitting with Stansberry. We were watching one of the Big 12 games, and he pointed out the stupid ball thing. Yeah. And he, but like Jared, like comes at it from like a player's perspective, and he like talks to these guys. And I guess it's just like slippery and stuff compared to, but I think Iowa State plays with it all the time. Like, I don't, I, 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 I saw a bunch of conference care. tournaments where they played with the Wilson ball. Yeah, they were in Kansas City all weekend. Stansbury pointed out to me that like there's just been more turnovers and stuff because guys are just like losing the ball. Not necessarily like poor shooting. They just can't hold on to the thing. Connor McCaffrey can't slip in his great little post-entry passes. It's too slippery. <laughs> it's too slippery for him. Oh, Jared's watching right there. He says he it's because all the balls the- are brand new. Well, so so what when you're playing with a Nike ball, you're playing with some old ball that they used in like last well, I year. I think they like I, I I don't I think like when you're when you're a home game or something, you you pick the ball. 
So it's like one that yeah, I, I don't freaking know. I I get so tired of the damn ball thing every year. Like it, just play the game, kid. Yep, no excuses. Iowa They're got all a good draw with in the, the first round. Ball. You've got a team that's struggling even more than you. So and it's it's a toss up in Vegas. And uh, even though Brent Funkhauser has Auburn by forty in the comment section. Uh, and it's a good tip time Thursday night. Everybody's going to be off work by then for Iowa State. You've got, I love these tip times. Now, you, oh, you, you, you have to take Friday off or at least the afternoon off if you're a Iowa State fan. But And then Drake at night on Friday. It's good perfect. stuff. What do, you, what do you think about Iowa State's draw? I love uh, it. I'm I love perfect. it. I, the only thing I don't love is that they've got to play the winner of the Dayton game. Feels like the and, Dayton people always go on a run. Yes, there's always one team out of Dayton, one 11 seed out of Dayton that will go on a run. Now, I, I just don't see Mississippi State or Pittsburgh being one of those teams. Here's my deal. I'd rather play one of those teams than like Drake or Oral Roberts. No doubt in my mind. That's a good point. That. Yes, that's, a, that's so, a great point. If you're If it comes down to that, yeah, I like the draw. Here's my thing. I think I'm okay with Pitt. Mississippi State, though, like when you look at their metrics, and, and I haven't seen them play. Okay, I'm not, I'm not like this Mississippi State savant, but they look just like Oklahoma State to me, who's like kryptonite for Iowa State. And this team can't score, but they're big and long and nasty on defense. And like, so I would rather play Pitt. They remind me more of like a Baylor, who Iowa State's had a lot of success against. They run up and down the floor, and I think that you could really, they're terrible defensively. They're like 130 adjusted defense it, it, mm-hmm. it's fine i'm not gonna say i i do think there's an aspect chris where maybe maybe if we're stretching here it's really difficult to prepare yourself for the way iowa state defends you so maybe getting a team like that on a shorter sure they have less scouting time for you because iowa state is just going to do a full scout on both of these teams right so it really you know, on the surface, you go, well, you don't know who you're playing and that's a disadvantage. No, you got, they're going to do a full scout today. And then you've got three days in between games. That's plenty of time to put in a really solid scouting report. I just, my initial reaction was I hated it because every year we watch one of these damn 11 seeds get Mm -hmm. to the elite eight or something. That was my reaction to it. But like, but the more I think about it, it's like the I other eleven seeds scare me more than Mississippi State and Pittsburgh. Yeah, like I feel a lot worse right now if Iowa State was a five seed playing Drake or Oral Roberts. Yeah, and it, they almost were. Yeah, Iowa State just I they just missed out on playing Drake, which I didn't want to see that because well, one I, of I, our as an Iowa State eliminated. fan, I wouldn't want to see it. Oh no! But I kind of wanted to see it because for the drama. I get yeah, it. Yeah, because. Iowa State won't play Drake. Now you got all these other people say, "Well, yeah, they will. Yeah, we'll we'll pay them to come to Ames, and we'll pay them to come to Iowa City. They won't take our check." No, it, it, that's not. That's not playing them. That's that's a buy game where you refuse to go to their arena and play them. Yeah, it's exactly what it is. Yeah. I, as far as Iowa State's draw, though, so I, I like Xavier in the get, second round. I love that game, and the metrics say that Xavier might be like a point and a half type favorite. 
in that one. So you're mm-hmm. basically looking at a toss-up game in, to get to the Sweet 16. Sign me up for that every time. Sure. It, when you're a six seed, you don't have a lot of right to bitch about your draw, right? Like Iowa State lost that right when you they, thought they'd be a five seed, though, didn't you? I did. Yeah, I, I really did. So they, and you were probably right on our deal a couple weeks ago because if they were a six after beating those Baylor, after winning those Baylor games, thank you. They I probably would. would have been an eight, I would think. Hey, we got an. I don't Iowa think they would have dropped to a ten. We got an Iowa tie if they face Mississippi State. Yeah, the head coach is from Iowa. Yeah, Kirkwood, head coach, uh, went to Loris. He was a JUCO a guy, coach for a long time. He's a guy I've heard that could potentially replace Fran someday. He He's done – I mean, he, he has come up the hard way. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're talking a coach at Kirkwood and then Independence and then Chipola. He won a national title there. So you know Got TJ a job in Bowling Chipola. Green. Won so at Bowling Green. Then New Mexico that? State. They they won a tournament game last year at New Mexico State. Mm-hmm. He left New Mexico State. Now that program is like dead. They canceled the second half of their season because there were so many issues. Didn't somebody like kill somebody? Well, uh, allegedly. Uh, no, no. There was like a murder on campus or something. I'm pretty sure that was the football team, wasn't it? Oh, okay. Well, something like that happened down at New Mexico State. No, Jerry yes. kills the head coach there. Yeah, you're right. No, you're you're right. It was the it was it the basketball team when they went. It was it whenever was. they played New Mexico, and God, there was, was like a murder on campus yes, the night before on the New Mexico campus. And the coaches, you're right. It was the basketball team. The coaches knew that it had it. It involved a player on the basketball team. So, the, and the, for some reason, the coaches were like, "All right, well, we better get in the bus and head on back to." Uh, Head on back to campus. Let's get out of here. And the cops rolled up on their bus. Oh my god! And pulled the whole bus over. What a on nightmare. their way back to Las Cruces. So the, yeah, that was that was earlier on in the season. Then they had something else recently come up where they totally just shut down the rest of their season. They forfeited their last like eight games. But anyway, Jan's got the hell out of Dodge, and now he's at Mississippi State where they overachieved this season. Well, I think there's a crossover because TJ was at Chipola for a a while before he came to Iowa State, as was Micah Byers, who's in the Iowa State program. So there's some sort of connection there. I I haven't had time to do enough digging. But yeah, no, Jan, so when we started hearing about Fran and Notre Dame, I started asking around about who... Iowa could consider, and this was the guy who came up to me like four times asking my people. Um, oh, Stansbury says Jans gave TJ his first job in college hoops. There you go. Yeah, I knew there's a long connection there. That so that goes back like 25 years. I do have an update on the Fran Notre Dame situation. Oh, let's hear it. It ain't happening. <laughs> That's all right. Breaking news. (laughs) I've been told by two people, two different people who are close with people on the search committee who say he's not even an option. So it could just be looking for a little extension and pay raise again. (laughs) 
in you Iowa City. You can't give him another one. Barta. Watch Barta come out. They're going to lose in the first round, and Barta will give him a five-year extension. We'll find we out that it already Fran happened. up through, this, through his 85th birthday. <laughs> we have locked Fran McCaffrey up. We actually, we, we gave him a burial plot at Carver. <laughs> He's going to coach until he dies, and then we're burying him at midcourt. His grandkids are going to play for him. We'll get to Drake. Want to? Uh, I mean this. Don't just say this. When you guys download the Circus Sports Iowa app, it helps us because they know that what we're doing is working, and I know it does because uh, they've seen tremendous bumps since we launched Iowa Everywhere. That's why they so keep I'm asking, having us out there. You're, you're heading yes. out there in a couple weeks, right? I'm going to be out there for the Sweet Next 16. Week. Me and John Miller and, and Maddie Van Winks. Oh my God, Williams! I was out in Vegas last week, and I stayed at the Four Seasons. The Four Seasons, which, yeah, which was is like one of the nicest, if not the nicest, hotel on the Strip. That sounds horrible. I'm telling you, man. I, I go down. It's the hotel bar where they have you know lunch and dinner and cheapest cocktail was $25. Jesus. Miller Lite, 12 bucks. How do those people sleep at night? I don't know. I don't know. I I didn't one day, like I I was I was the day I got in and the only way to get food in the hotel was to order room service and I started looking at the charges that it would cost and I, I couldn't I just couldn't do it. It was going to be like $100 to order room service. Unbelievable. Like a sandwich and chips. They don't get that at Circa. No. It's no. Circa. You literally Circa, walk you... up to the bar. The owner of the place is sitting there. He's having sitting there a in beer. a cowboy hat. Yeah. What can we get you? <laughs> I'll take a, I'll take a Heineken the size of my head. All right. Three bucks. <laughs> no, I had those buddies of mine who they went and watched an Iowa Who's State game a couple back weeks there? there. That's Elise. Is she all Elise right? Is, yeah, she's fine. We'll get to kid kid drama here in a minute. Um, no, my buddy, he's always been a strip guy, and he went to Circa to watch the a, Iowa State game. A Vegas strip or a strip club guy? Probably both, but a Vegas strip one. Or a landing strip guy. And he hung out at Circa for the whole day. He likes to roll craps, likes to shoot craps. Yeah, I've never done I, I don't know how that works. I've never I done don't it. Either. It always looks fun in the movies. But we completely swapped him like he's never staying on the strip again he's like holy shit i didn't even know that this existed yeah so it's nice because you can go if you want to you can go to the strip yeah i don't know why you you, want to but if you you wanted to you could you were in your element there at at circa harassing (laughs) all the old ladies yeah that's right where my my vibe, man i can just feel it when i get in williams is going up to these old ladies telling them that they're hot Oh, you're looking great tonight, sweetie. And then he's he's they love trying it. to tell me at the same time. He's like, you know, I'm a I'm an extreme introvert. What? What the until hell are you talking few, about? Until I get a few whiskeys in me, no introvert are, there. By the way, this is it's iced coffee, folks. It's not tea. It's, it's iced, iced coffee. coffee. Pappy oh, yeah. on the rocks. 
Hold on one Happy second. Happy Van Hoodwink. Need to fill up my coffee here real quick. Hmm. Well, why are you so tired? Because you've traveled. Well, I've been in Kansas, Kansas City. City all week, and then. Hey, last you know night. where I've been in the last week? In the last nine days, I've been to Charlotte, Vegas, and Dallas. Nice. And now I'm back home. I got four hours of sleep two nights ago. I got 11 hours of sleep last night to try to catch up, and I'm still not caught up. Jesus. That that spring I've been getting like five hours ass. of sleep, and then last night. So I, I've done like, this is my fourth show since the brackets came out. Plus, I'm planning oh all the Cyclone Fanatic stuff planning everything this week for Iowa everywhere. It's just a, it's a lot. It's fun. This is my favorite time of year because I'm actually yeah. doing things that I really like doing, but it's just a lot of work and that's fine. It's fine. I'm very blessed mm-hmm. to, to do it. I just, it's a lot The this, you, it, what does your uh, old John Rothstein say? We sleep in April. I think that's a good, that's a good saying. I, th- I think he says may. Because okay. April may. is the final we four. In, we sleep in may, whatever. Uh, Drake. So Drake's in the same bracket. They, I don't like their draw either. I think I like, I think I like I first, maybe better than the others, but I just, I've seen this Miami team because Iowa state played them in the sweet 16 last year. Right. And it's basically the same team. And I just, oof. yeah, they, yeah, they made the elite eight after beating Iowa state. Here's and the thing. They've been pretty good all season. Yeah. And I, I know Drake can win this. They're only a two and a half point underdog now. So like, and, and the money is coming in on Drake, right? Well, here's now. the question that I have: is is Miami a veteran team? Yes. Oh, see, I That's I was hoping it, for Drake to get matched up with a young, yeah, talented team. Miami's a veteran team that runs up and down and shoots it, and like it's not anything like Drake doesn't prove present anything that Miami isn't used to. Miami does the same thing that they like to do. They're just bigger and they have better athletes. So like, again, there's a reason that they're only a two and a half point dog. Bulldogs have won 16 of 18. This is almost a toss up as far as Vegas is concerned. I just don't like the matchup because I think Miami's a team built for the tournament. This is one team that I wouldn't have I, if I'm Drake, I would have much rather seen Iowa State on the five twelve game. I'll put it that way. ACC was down this year, but it's still it's a team that won the ACC regular season. Yeah, and then they lost to Duke, and Duke is surging at the end of the year. I'd mm-hmm. be interested to see what their odds are to to win the thing again. the The Drake thing. Listen, the five twelve upsets they happen all the time, but. Having seen this Miami team up close in person, they're really good. They shoot the shit out of it. They are long. They have an elite veteran head coach. I don't really think I'll probably pick the Bulldogs to come out of that one, unfortunately. Yeah, it's it's too bad that they got a a veteran team like that. Um, I, I didn't look at the other fives to see... I guess it would have been interesting to see them play Duke, even though Duke is surging right now. But Duke is a really San young Diego team. State. Yeah, they're I, I and St. Mary's. VCU St. Mary's. That's your twelve five upset, by the way. But I'm calling it now. I like VCU a lot. Yeah, I I saw St. Mary's last year, and they have a lot of the same players, and they've beaten Gonzaga. They won the regular season, and then lost to Gonzaga in the championship of the tournament. You seen Charleston? But, uh, no, I have not. But all okay. they do is win. 
win, win. No matter what. What, what? Money on their mind. <laughs> I, I, I do like up. that VCU pick. VCU is, uh, I think they're undervalued. Uh, they got it done against Dayton in the regular season and in the tournament, winning both in the in the A-10. This is the first time in like almost 20 years that the A-10 didn't get multiple teams in. Wow. I didn't know that. That's incredible. Yeah. The A-10, yeah, it's really falling off. They usually no, get at least yeah. two, sometimes three or four. And uh, they just didn't have it this season. Dayton didn't do enough in the non-con. What about Des Moines potentially getting Texas versus Texas A&M? Yes. Could you? <laughs> that is awesome. If you're watching yeah. this or listening to this and you have tickets to Wells Fargo for the NCAA tournament, that will be epic. And go Aggies. Now, they are going to be in the same conference again soon. Yes. But that, I mean, there's not a lot of secret about how much Texas A&M still despises them based on, I mean, they tried to block Texas from getting into the SEC. <laughs> They're the ones that leaked that whole story. Do you remember that? It was a Texas, basically it was like a Texas A&M version of Cyclone Fanatic that broke a lot of that. Giga Maggies? Uh, Tex Ags, I believe. Or actually, you oh. know what? I'm wrong. It was the Houston Chronicle, but Tex Ags was all over it too. <laughs> it was a blog. But my point it was, is, it, it was either the Houston Chronicle or some blog. I don't know. <laughs> now, Tex Ags is not a blog. They are, they're worth more than all of us combined. Like, that's the biggest fan site in the country. But point being, it was people at Texas AM leaking it to the media because they were trying to get it stopped so that Texas couldn't get to the Those two teams hate each other. And it also is interesting because it potentially sets up a Tyrese Hunter-Iowa State matchup in the Sweet 16. We can't get rid of the guy. He's everywhere. Went in the Big 12. Yeah. He's coming to Des Moines. How about that Midwest region? By the way, uh, speaking of Texas A&M, there's a loyal listener to the program because he's my best friend from high school. His name is John. He was so excited when our gear came out. He ordered a shirt. he ordered an extra large Iowa Everywhere shirt, two guys named Chris shirt, and he said, "I'm telling you, this is a small. <laughs> it just says extra large. That's an extra he large." Put on, and he looks like he's in sausage casing. He looks like Otzelberger. <laughs> Yes, it does look like it looks like he's wearing one of TJ's game shirts. <laughs> he said that's an extra large. He's he's my he's my size. He's six two. He's bigger than me, thicker. But look at it. It only goes down like barely past his short waistband. I'm just glad it's him and not me. What is going on? I I think he should. Just send it back, and our friends at Raygun will take good care of him. We'll get him. We'll get him taken care of. We'll get you taken care of, John. Oh my God! Van Winkle's pulling up a bunch of Otzelberger speedies here. Uh, did, the guy just loves it. Oh, it's incredible. Yeah, we got to get TJ an extra small 
Iowa Everywhere shirt. <laughs> See what he looks like in that. I Let's bet get him a women's. promo for us. Do you think get him Fran a would? Size. What? Do you think we could get Fran a shirt? <laughs> uh, we could. <laughs> it would go in the trash can. I bet Darren DeVries would wear one. He's a good guy. He likes us, I think. Yeah. He, he's uh, come I, on my show all the time. He's, he's great. a great guy. Another one of... Uh, Fran's replacements if he uh, can talk his way into that Notre Dame thing. Yeah, I heard those two guys um, and those were really the big ones. I mean, DeVries to me is the obvious. Fran's not going Mm -hmm. anywhere. It's a stupid conversation to have, but the Jans things is interesting because they got the Iowa State drop. Right. Um, Right. A couple other things that I, I circled. I hate that Creighton and Baylor will have to play in the second round if they advance because those are two of my guys, Scott Drew and Greg McDermott. I here's Creighton would beat Baylor. I think Baylor has problems after seeing them up close, watching their shoot around, spending a little time around them. I think they've got like actual problems. I don't think that they're. I don't think this it's, is a deal. It's not where just, it's just an like, Iowa State thing. I don't think so. Just my but now you, they're you know, good Baylor, enough and they're. Baylor Their guards is, are good enough. They could God, they, totally they, get they, to the Final Four. But Yeah, they, they do so well in tournament settings under yeah. Scott And Drew. Drew's one of the best. Well, he's top five in the country, right? He'd have to be. In what? Top five coach in the country. Yeah, he's got a national championship now. They got bounced in the second round last season as a one seed to, to North Carolina who went on to the uh, Final Four, but... All right, I'll take that. I'll take that under consideration. Baylor is in trouble. I think and I think so. I think Creighton's better than a six seed. I do too. They had some big time chemistry issues early in the year, and they appear to have gotten them figured out. Well, everybody's on the Marquette train. Are you on the Marquette train at all? Everybody's talking about them. I wasn't until I saw what they did in the Big East tournament. Man, they just. He just rolled through that. Just they were what, what were they? I, I I bet against them in what was it the semifinals of the Big East tournament against UConn. UConn was like a four or five point favorite, and Dave Zabolinski said, "Lock of the millennium, lock of the millennium, UConn, UConn." And I think Shaka <laughs> Smart knew that that UConn was a a, a sizable favorite. Do you see his reaction after the game when they won it? Man, he went yeah. nuts. And then they just destroyed Xavier. It's fun, it's fun to watch Shaka, too, because it's like he stayed at VCU forever, finally waited and pounced on that Texas. And that's not a fun place to coach, Texas. Mm-hmm. Like this, the pressure, the and he was there when they still had the shitty arena. Like it just – you feel like he's finally back to the point in his career where he's Shaka again, where he's the guy that we all kind of fell in love with making those mm-hmm. runs in the sweet 16. He just, he kind of lost that vibe when he was in Texas. It's it's fun to see. Yeah. You can't really be that energetic underdog when you're the head coach at Texas. No, everybody hates you. Unless, unless you are the guy that was the assistant coach who got promoted to head coach when your head coach got fired. That's what they have right now. Shaka. Did you see the Patino Texas Tech rumors? No. But yeah. isn't it Patino against UConn in the garden? 
Yeah, but there are already reports that Patino's going to be the next head coach at Texas Tech once it's over. Ooh, that would be spicy. So the theory, the 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 underground talk in Big Twelve circles is that this Yormark and his vision is to be the SEC of basketball. Okay. So like the best basketball conference and just and expand hang your hat on that? Expand around that. So I like the theory. What do you mean? Like they, Gonzaga and you could do basketball only members. So you keep your football members at twelve or whatever it comes to, but then you add Gonzaga, you add I mean Arizona would be ideal it from those Pac twelve schools. Okay. No right. Um and then I've heard that he has serious eyes on some big East schools because he's obsessed with like New York city. So even like talking like Villanova, St. John, some of those types of huh. teams, if, but that's interesting. Cause if you know their history, I'd be really interested to know if they would break off from the other Catholic schools. Yeah. And that things didn't go well when they split up the big East the first time around. Correct. When they like got rid of that conference. It's it's back like that 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 league is awesome now. The big if I was the Big East the schools, I wouldn't go to the Big Twelve. That doesn't no. make any sense. I wouldn't even do it if I was Gonzaga. Screw that! Like I, I'm going to win this league every year. I'm mm-hmm. they're basically like an independent. They can do whatever yeah. they want out there. Like why would you go to the Big Twelve? Now you're traveling nonstop. It's just for That's what a, a few more million dollars. They're not going to get the full check because yeah, football, you're getting no football money. I wouldn't do it. I also wonder, too, if the Big 12, that they're not playing the round robin next year, if that will hurt their metrics. Because they're so dominant right now. I loved, I love the round robin. I know, it's going to suck. You just don't get that with major conferences anymore because they're so goddamn big. I'm already annoyed. Like, next year, Iowa State doesn't play Texas Tech. Is that a big deal? No, nah, probably not. But like you've played Texas Tech every year for the last however many years. It's mm-hmm. like you're used to it now. Yeah. Oh, great. You get to go out to Provo. I mean, well, it's interesting, I guess, but like I just I like the round robin. Yeah, I'm with you. Speaking of your mark, what the hell's up with the Big Twelve women's tournament? Oh my God. Congratulations to Iowa State, by the way. Great run to the women's championship. That but was a blast. It's too bad. That's the last time they're playing in that that old Muni arena. I've covered, I don't know how many tournaments there, at, at least 10. And I've gotten lost in that building every single time. And the thing about that building. You get, you get so, bitten by a mouse. There's like a million things going on in that building. Okay. Because running there, around There's downstairs. like conference areas. There's theaters there it's a massive building like it's not just a basketball course i think that's where they say when you lose your driver's license and you have to go to class to get your license back <laughs> that they send you in there well the thing about that building is so i went there i left the the men's game with like five to go because i thought they were going to lose on friday night so i could get to the women's game by the end of the first quarter when they were playing baylor and I just walked in the media area completely unchecked. There was nobody checking bags, credentials. Anybody could have walked in there. And then you walk around this building. And again, like I can't, it's the, it's probably the largest building I've ever been in as far as like nooks and crannies. And there's a hallway and here's an elevator. 
nobody, none of the workers know where to send you at all. <laughs> How do I get to the media room? I don't know. <laughs> How do I get to the court? Uh, you got to go down there and you take a right and then you got to take a left and then you're going to take another right. And then there's an elevator. What level? Ah, like nobody has a clue. It takes me 30 minutes to find the court every time I walk into that place. And you've only been there 15 times. <laughs> well, it's so you get turned around. There's different entrances. Look at that thing. Just a just a concrete it's like behemoth. a bomb shelter. <laughs> and the court. Well, the court is on the uh, level four. It is a little yeah. bit like Madison Square Garden because you have to it's take an weird. elevator up. Yeah, it's so weird, but it's the perfect setting for a a women's tournament. It is, and I'm really, I'm really bothered by this. Like, it's I actually got that old school charm to it. I had a conversation with somebody in the Big Twelve, and I know that they don't care what I think, but I was going to tell them anyways. Like, just from a pure media perspective, hey, the- Mister Yormark, <laughs> what the fuck you doing? Like, I was there. For these games, covering them, extra exposure, all that stuff. And I'm not a big deal. But the point being, and I'm a huge women's basketball fan. I won't be there next year. No, how, how you can't. You're going to spend two weeks in Kansas City? You no. can't do it. They're going to get less coverage. It just And it, I know it, Iowa fans are going to say, well, look what we did in Minneapolis this year. We filled up that. It's Okay, it's different. This is a, a once-in-a-lifetime player that Iowa has in Caitlin Clark, who's transcended the game. But let's see what's what happens five years down the road. Yeah, when when she isn't there, let's see how things change. When they start playing I, that thing in D.C., you know, nobody's gonna go. No, and, and it it just sucks because I mean I and I've talked to women on Iowa State's team and and it's different and I have to acknowledge the bias here because they're basically getting like a home game so they love it. But I said, would you rather have like super nice locker rooms and play in T-Mobile or play here in front of a ton of fans and have terrible locker rooms? And every one of them says, we don't care about locker rooms. We want to play in the atmosphere. We want to play in front of fans. And I would guess a lot of those Texas players that lost Iowa State yesterday, that's a fun environment to play in. Yeah, You put well, that and- many people, now you're going to cut it. You're going to put a fourth of that many people into T-Mobile it's not a even the fourth of that many before. people into a much larger arena. And so that makes it, that compounds the problem. It's going to make it look and feel even worse. My, my level of where I get annoyed is I understand the purpose and I understand wanting the women to have the same opportunities and, and I get it. And I think we all should fight for that. But you also have to acknowledge that the women's game and the men's game are not the same thing. And don't take my word for it. Look at TV ratings. Look at everything in the WNBA compared to the – it's not the same thing. But if you want to keep building the women's game, use the men's game to grow it. Mm-hmm. And the amount of people that came from that Iowa State men's game walking up the street the other night, the second-half atmosphere was insane in the municipal. And – and I, I know it. Like, I got receipts. I got people tweeting at me that the first time they've ever been to a women's game was when they were in Kansas City, and then they get hooked on it, and now they have season tickets. Hmm. But there's this faction of women's basketball that wants to be exactly the same as the men because equality tells us to do so. And 
I'm trying to live in a real world where how can we use the men's game to grow what the women are doing? Right. Piggyback. Yeah. Because that's that's what it's been able to do. It's been able to piggyback off the men, and that that helps grow the sport. Mm-hmm. Because oh wow, there's a um, okay Iowa State men lost, but the women are still going. We're gonna stay in Kansas City for an extra night. We're gonna walk over to the game tonight and see the women support them. If you do this a week before the men and you won't even have that opportunity, you won't have that. You won't have all those people there just waiting to do something else. They're not even doing it like the weekend though, Chris, it's like a midweek tournament, like where the championship's going to be on like a Monday or Tuesday night. Oh, geez. So is this, is it going to be in Kansas city every year? Well, for now, but I think that, I'd be shocked if that's the case long term. I think I, I, I don't market. understand these commissioners who want to move these things around all the time. Yeah, just screw up. I mean, good I things. know what they're doing. We know what they're doing. But you ask anybody in the Big Ten, that tournament should be played in Indianapolis every year. No doubt. Anybody that covers that thing. Remember when the Big 12 moved that thing out of Kansas City for a while? It was terrible. Where- this is how bad it is, Chris. Where was the Big Ten this year? Was it Chicago? It was in Chicago. The men's were they, they were in Chicago. The women were in Minnesota. And I don't even know. So that's a problem. The reason that the the women were able to set all those records attendance wise is because it was you had all these Iowa fans wanting to go, and the tournament was in Minnesota, so you could drive right on up there. But they're going to be spreading this thing all around. I I heard, and I know Kevin Warren's leaving, but I heard him say. During the, I think it was on Big Ten Network during the men's tournament. He's like, "This opens the door for you know we're gonna play in in DC, and you know they're gonna go out to LA and play. You oh, know yeah. they're gonna be playing at Staples Center for the Big Ten tournament at some point." I'm just dreading your mark moving this freaking thing to the Madison Square Garden, and I will freak out. Oh, I will lose my goddamn mind the day that uh, that happens. The Barclays Center, yeah. Oh my god. Oh, we got to get the, we're a national conference. We got to be a national conference. Oh yeah. Nobody there cares. I promise. I promise. Does Circa have a, a ballroom where they could uh, put a court? Because <laughs> Everybody's going to Vegas for these conference tournaments. Now there was yeah. a conference tournament. So the four seasons is like inside Mandalay Bay. Kind of like the four yeah. seasons has its own, um, like the lobby and all that is its That's own how they building. do it in the but Bahamas. Your, your room is in the Mandalay Bay. Yeah. Uh, and, and Mandalay Bay has a arena where I believe that's where the WAC tournament is held. We got to get Circa's got to get one of these tournaments. Why Maybe we circle call what? It. What? Maybe we could broadcast it live oh, on iWeb. Yeah. Yes. Van Winks running the camera. We're just a one camera crew here. <laughs> Speaking of what, Van, where Winks, is Van Wink? By the way. So Van Winks has oh, the is. hand, the foot, and the mouth disease. What? You ever gotten that before? Did you have it when you were a kid? Hand, foot. I thought it was hoof, hoof and mouth disease. The hand. And don't you get that from a horse? The hand, the foot. The hoof and mouth? And the mouth. It, so now, hang these, on a second. These snot-nosed kids, man. What, were they playing with horses? How'd they get that? daycare freaking daycare man you gotta wait but this is a horse disease correct incorrect so 
I, so I went the, through this. Is hand, foot, and mouth different than hoof and mouth? I think hoof and mouth might just be like slang term for hand, foot, and mouth. I honestly don't know. I got it, though. Like, when Cammy was like two, when you get it as an adult, it's immensely worse, and you lose your fingernails and toenails. What? Yeah, just fall off. Matt, oh I told Matt, Matt's like, oh, I don't have it that bad. I go, talk to me in two weeks, bro. Your fingernails are going to start peeling off. Day by day, you'll lose a new nail every day. Oh, here, I just looked it up. Foot and mouth disease is a severe and highly contagious viral disease. The foot and mouth disease virus causes illness in cows, pigs, sheep, goats, deer, and other animals with divided hooves. Does, do I'll you be have damned, I didn't hoof? know that. Do you have hooves? Where did this is that why is that why your fingernails fall off because they fall off your hooves? Is it I a hoof know. or a hoof? I don't know why, but it's it's a really odd f- feeling when your fingernails start to fall off. That is that would be like one of my worst nightmares because <laughs> oh, you would as, just be losing your mind. As everyone who's close to me knows, my fingernails are actually my my greatest trait. Oh wow! I have those are beautiful. I have incredible fingernails and i don't even just do anything hand in general it's silky it's smooth yeah it's delightful have you ever thought about being a hand model what's going on with the tips there though they're a little red yeah yeah yeah, you see that yeah what the hell is wrong i was digging rocks in my backyard you were digging yeah this was a couple weeks ago i was digging up rocks with gloves on and i got these blood blisters underneath my fingers and so they're not uh, that nice well that those aren't my nails see this is my other side those aren't my nails though those are my f- fingers underneath my nails uh why are you showing us just the tip <laughs> you want to see the whole thing <laughs> there it is now Have you ever thought about being that, a hand uh, model yeah what's i'm blanking on the uh i'm blanking on the name the guy that loved his hand too much what was his name? <laughs> was it um, LeBron? It wasn't LeBron. No, God, how, how I've I used to use <laughs> this line. On, lost. <laughs> I, I used to use this line on Sports Center. Oh, what was it? The guy that oh his his hands were oh Ray McKigney. <laughs> Ray McKigney. He uh, God, what was the line? The, the Ray McKigney line from from because George became a hand model. Mm-hmm. And you wore the muffin or the mittens and the, around. And the guy, the, the the people, the hand model people were like, I haven't seen hands like these since <laughs> Ray McKigney. <laughs> and, but Ray McKigney had a problem. He was not master of his own domain. He, he, no woman could match his love for his own hand. <laughs> And they said he, they're basically implying that he used his hand on himself so much <laughs> that he became decrepit. Like his hand became de- decrepit. They were like, they locked up. <laughs> we got to do the, in the off season, you and me and fails do the, 
Seinfeld trivia night here on Iowa everywhere. Yes. Oh, it'd be oh, epic. I remember we played that about 12, 13 years ago at Fails' house in Des Moines, and I yep. kicked your ass. I kicked both your asses. Uh, that, but that you was started that ma- Seinfeld Opoly game, and you're so much like at the mercy of like what you spin and stuff. I want real trivia. Like I want real mean? because that it's like Monopoly. It's like, well, if you don't land on Boardwalk, you don't have it. I want real, real trivia. Well, and, okay, so and you, are you going to design your own? He was completely drunken and out of control, and he was like the moderator. It just he was out of his mind <laughs> that night. Are you going to make Van Winkle hoof and mouth Van Winkle design like a a, a Seinfeld oh, yeah. trivia game just for you? I think it'd be great. Don't Matt? We could pull that off, right? We do it on like sure. a Saturday night and invite people to join us. We'll have like a cocktail hour watching you and me and fails do Seinfeld trivia. Sounds phenomenal. Yeah, I, I I'd be in for that. As long uh, as you Jeff don't skew the questions toward yourself. Says Ray McKigney with the oversigned Grady Dick. <laughs> Do you think Grady Dick, like at this point, is like like I don't know? It's just the guy gets shit so much. It's kind of like boy named Sue Johnny Cash to me. Like he's got to be a tough son of a bitch at this point. Yeah, having the last name Dick, he's hardened. He's definitely hardened. Dick definitely is hardened. Um, he's he's a part of that tough last name club. Yeah, I went to school with a girl in elementary school. Her name was Amanda, and didn't think anything about her name. And we went to separate middle schools. And then once we, I, I saw her again in high school, her name was different. She changed her name to Larie. And like her, that was her first name? Yeah, Larie. Yeah. Larie. And so her name was Amanda Dew, D E W, Amanda okay. Dew. And I didn't think anything of it. And she changed it to Larie Dew because a man to do, apparently. Oh. She was really? getting a lot of, yeah. And uh, so she changed her name to Larie. Now, maybe that was her middle name. I don't know, but that's what she went by because of that. <laughs> she should have changed her name to Mulva. Mulva. <laughs> what was it? Ah, uh, Dolores. Mulva. Gipple? <laughs> Is it Gipple? Cest? <laughs> Let's try breast. Cest. Mulva. All right. Well, we are going to figure this out. And um, we'll t- we'll tell you guys when our next figure show Figure what is. out? When we're oh, going to do our we're next doing the show. show. Yeah, because I'm wondering. T- Maybe we, we should do- just do Friday night after all the games. Yeah. Honestly, well, like geez, I that's just. That's late, though. That's, that's yeah, late. I don't, I don't, what time I don't know is what Drake's game? I guess we could uh, do it. We could just say screw Drake and do it after the Iowa State game because that Iowa and Iowa State would be done. Yeah. We'll, we'll play it by ear. The good news is, so we do have, I think Jared and Jordan are going to do another one. Yeah, so we really don't need to do one before because those guys are going to do a second show this week with okay. all the bracket stuff. I already I, have we, one need, out. We, we have to have in-depth ball talk. From those guys, I yes. want 
I want to hear everything about this Wilson ball and why Iowa struggles with it. Drake, 624 on Friday, according to Van Weeks. So Iowa State will get done, and then Drake will be tipping off about an hour and a half after that. Yeah. All right, we'll see. I I would guess either Friday before the Drake game or Friday after the Drake game. Well, you got to realize I'm on site, so it's going to be tough for me on Friday. We'll we'll figure it out. We'll figure it's it out. Tough tough for you on Friday because you're you're in Greensboro. Yeah, I've already actually. You'll like this. I've already done a. I was lying in bed, put my kid to bed last night. I was doing a research on different haunted locations in Greensboro <laughs> to go and investigate. You're unbelievable. It's what I do What's every NCAA tournament. I go on hunts. No, you've Greensboro is perfect because these old East Coast cities. Oh my God, there's so many why, spirits. Why don't you try going to Europe? Like, go to Italy, where some buildings you walk in are ten thousand years old. There's a place. Hey, Matt, real quick, <laughs> Google um, haunted Greensboro locations, and there's like this haunted house slash like club that's there. That looks earmuffs, kids. What do you mean? Fucking club? crazy. What do you mean? All I can think like you're dancing with the ghosts. The ghosts it's are like grinding a on you. Haunted house slash like bar ghost that has like twerking. shows. It is the craziest place I've ever seen in my life. It's called here we go. Woods of Terror. Where you walk around and these people, like these zombies and ghosts. You can just get a beer. What is Look wrong with place. you? Do you want to go here? Look at that lady. Oh. Why the hell would you want this? It gets great reviews. Yeah, from people like you. Not from normal people. Did you see that clown? I thought you clown. wanted to go and, and find clown. like real ghosts. <laughs> Look at that clown. <laughs> These are people dressed up as like crazy movie murderer these aren't ghosts matt wants to know what's the best one um probably milwaukee i had firsthand reports of actual ghosts in a hotel room from adam gray do you know adam gray adam gray had a ghost in his hotel room yes and he doesn't even believe in ghosts and he had like a real ghost in his hotel room what happened the TV kept going on and off and doors kept slamming and he was in an actual haunted hotel. Look up Milwaukee. It's one of the most haunted cities in the country. Tulsa was good. What why is Milwaukee so haunted? I don't know. What may like what makes for in your in your demented mind, what makes for a haunted city? Well, it's gotta have history, you know. Like Bondurant's probably not haunted. There's not a lot of history here. We haven't been around that long. I bet um, there were Indians that death, were there for a long time. Death, you know, um, a, a really good haunted place or like asylums where people have been tormented, where people have like where know, your grandpa was was the warden? yeah, and that place is haunted as shit. What did your grandpa do to those people? <laughs> well, he was the warden, so he was didn't he the one do it, but he paid he other like, people. I it. bet he he would tie those people up and zap them because that's what they did back <laughs> in the day. Yeah, yeah, you you would tie, if you were insane, if you had mental problems, they would tie your ass to a bed and zap the hell out of you. That's what they did. 
You think my grandfather was doing this to people? Yes. You don't think he was? No, he paid people to do that. He didn't do it. He's the warden. Okay, well, his co-workers did that. He oversaw the zapping. That place? He was like, okay, Maribeth Crankridge. (laughs) Maribeth Crankridge has gone insane. Her husband sent her in here. What do we think, warden? Four zaps or five? Give her six. (laughs) Bite down on this bar of soap. They used to do that because they, you're right, because they'd try and like snap them back into shape. Yes, that's back what they the- did. They did it. My grandpa got zapped like back in the 50s or 60s. Really? Yeah, he was he, he was like depressed and they sent him into one what of your, your, your grandpa's insane asylum and they told him to bite this bar of soap and they zapped the hell out of him. What did, why a bar of soap? Why did you get like a rope or something? Like the bar of soap seems I a little don't bit. I know. They probably just passed, you know, the 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 prison and the insane asylum are right next to each other. So they passed the bar of soap from the prison to the insane asylum. So you drop the bar of soap at the prison. They'll pick it up, bring it over to the insane asylum, bite down on the bar of soap, and they just kind of go around and around. Julie's watching on YouTube. She notes that the Ferrar school is haunted reportedly. I've been to the Ferrar school, and I can confirm. Very different when you walk in there. It's a very different feel. Now, Tulsa had some great haunts. Milwaukee probably was the best. Have you ever <laughs> you ever heard of the old fister? I've heard of fisting. I've had never heard of the old fister. The old fister hotel in Milwaukee. Google that one. The There's old MLB fi- teams and players who refuse to stay there because it's so haunted. The That's old fister. You get a you get the you get the haunted proctologist who sticks his entire fist up there. <laughs> I think it was Prince Fielder. He used to play in Milwaukee, right? Yeah. Yeah. He uh, he He's like done like a... He's talked about this. The old fister. Why don't you marry her? <laughs> oh, man. We know it's gone off the rails when, when we start talking ghosts with you. All right. Get to work. There's the fister. I've had a lot of cocktails in there because I like to sit at the fister bar when we're in Milwaukee, and I just like to... Sit still. Instead of a observe. stool, it's just a it's just a fist, and you sit on it. <laughs> That's why they call it the old fister. We got a the couple of guys, English and Hardesty, are saying that the Hotel Julian in Dubuque has mob ghosts. It's like old mobsters. Oh yeah, I love how Chris Hardesty's avatar is a zero sugar <laughs> Dr Pepper. <laughs> strawberries and cream that's the greatest soda of all time it it just surpassed the dr pepper cream soda mix zero sugar the one that our friend zubin and you were didn't zubin do like a commercial for them i did and then zubin went to the grocery store and took a picture oh yeah okay that's what it was zubin yeah it's the greatest soda in the world all right we got to get out of here Hassel's got to go. You're on NBC or NBC, Jesus, CBS all week. Yes, I got the I got the spotlight show on CBS Sports well, Network be, each afternoon. That'll be good too because we'll probably just be Dr. doing Pepper a ton of NCAA tournament, Quinn. right? Look at look at Van Van Wink. He's got the the hoof and mouth, and he's still using those those hooves to dial up 
greatness. Beautiful. Well, you can you go know, they and buy call, some of They that. call Van Winkle the old fister because his fingernails fell off. His fingers got taped together, and he, all he had was fists. <laughs> That's you can buy nickname. Dr. Pepper, cream the soda, fister. zero sugar at Fairway. Oh, boom. Good little God segue there. Uh, <laughs> Mike, following it up, I am downright proud to be an Iowa Everywhere subscriber. Hell yeah. Thank you, Mike. We're, in, we're ending the show on that. We'll be back at some point this week. I promise. Thanks for listening. Download our other great shows, Jared and J-Bo, Miller and Williams. Uh, we'll have the hook later on this week and a lot more. Thanks for listening. Williams here signing off from the Channel Seed Studio. Uh, what about me? I'm Iowa everywhere.